Somebody loved. That's the Weepies. The Weepies are going to be in concert next Saturday night at the Broward Center in Broward County, Broward Performing Arts Center. On the phone with me now is Steve Tannen of the Weepies. And hi, Steve. Hi. Thanks for having me. How are you? Good. Now, now, what's the song we just listened to? Somebody loved. That that's such an an inspiring song. Well, thanks. We didn't think much of it when we wrote it. It was one we were in a frenzy of writing. And we both got the flu early on. We, I, she was a songwriter in Boston. I was a songwriter in New York. We met. We, we would play together. We would tour together a little bit. And after about a year, we became romantically involved. And so we both got the flu at the same time. But we didn't stop writing. And we wrote that one with a 102-degree fever. And then she had to go to a radio performance sort of that afternoon. <laughs> And I jokingly said, hey, you should do that one on the air. And she was like, uh. And she went and she did it. And it got a great response. And so we thought, oh, we may have something. Uh, yeah, just in its simplicity, I guess it's nice. Yeah. You, you're talking about Deb Talon. Uh, where did you meet Deb? I was a fan of Deb's. Um, she was a musician I had heard about. And somebody had given me her music the way that give each other musicians music that they like. And I listened to her first CD called Something Burning nonstop for a couple of months. And then she showed up at a show of mine, having had the same experience that I did. Somebody had handed her my CD, my first one called Big Senorita. And she had also loved it and heard a kindred spirit. And we began writing together right away. Um, It was Really, the only time it's ever happened in my life where it was so easy, I think because we had a mutual respect and a very shared sensibility. And things went off the rails, I don't know, about a year and a half later. <laughs> was that when Deb got sick? No, no, not at all. So what happened, things went off the rails, meaning I still had a life in New York. She still had a life in Boston. She had a career. I had the makings of a career. I was playing in dive bars in New York with a really great band, but I still had several day jobs. Deb and I were writing together and then we became involved and we made this collection of songs that became a record called Happiness. And for folk musicians or people who are doing it yourself, if you sell 500 CDs, that's a lot. And if you sell 2,000, that's fantastic. And we ended up selling 10,000 of that first record with no support out of the back of our car. That's off the rails. That's what I was saying. It it went off the rails. It was like kind of crazy. And we hadn't put much thought into being a band 
or a band name or what we would do. Because, I mean, literally the same year that came out, each of us released a solo record that same year and had tours set up opening for other artists. So we didn't consider that it was going to, for us, it was a labor of love. And it was fun and beautiful. That's how it started. Well, when did you give up, uh, you and Deb, when did you both give up your solo careers? Well, we, we both were ready to quit, to be honest with you. We both, and we did quit. We made this record. It did phenomenally well. And we were still almost impossible to make a real living, meaning pay your rent, have gas in the car, have a car. And we thought, well, maybe we'll do something else. And we left the Northeast and we moved to California um, because a friend had a back house they were willing to give us. So we stayed in a bungalow, like a grandma house, with one room behind a friend of ours for a year. And we had decided we would quit music altogether. And then maybe I was going to go into film or something, and she has a a master's in teaching, and maybe she'd go back to teaching. And while we were there, we made another record because we're compulsive writers. We became friendly with some other songwriters at a place called Hotel Cafe. We started playing a little bit. And once again, it just took off. People were noticing we'd play at this tiny place called Room 5 because we couldn't even... We didn't have the confidence to even play a a big room of 200 people like Hotel Cafe. And it would be overflowing. And then we got several record deal propositions, which were absurd to us because we were just writing in our bedroom. And the whole second album is recorded in our bedroom with one microphone. And this Canadian label called Network Records which was the home of Sarah McLaughlin and the home of a huge management team that manages a bunch of artists we love, including Be Good Tanya's. And we said, okay, well, nothing to lose. Let's do it. And then that record went on to sell like 100,000 or something and like a million singles. And here we are. I'm speaking with Steve Tannen, uh, who along with Deb Tallon, form the Weepies, and so what do you attribute your success to? What do you attribute your love to? Really, I, I, I mean, I can't say how little I know about how it, any of it works, because I've been in a dozen bands that I loved also. I've been in relationships that I knew would last forever. I had friends I knew were going to be fantastic, and a lot of times it doesn't work out. Life happens, things go, you know, sort of pear-shaped, or you wind up somewhere you didn't expect. And this one went in a way neither of us would have ever expected. And I attribute it to chemistry. It's that X factor. And I still feel it on stage whenever we play. I'm speaking with Steve Tannen of the Weepies. They're going to be in concert next Saturday night at the Barrett Center of performing arts. Let's play another song and I'll talk to you some more. Tell me about World Spins Madly. So the World Spins Madly On is our little gift from the universe. We, I woke up with it in my head um, and we, I went off by myself and I 
I sort of fleshed it out and then I brought it back and, and Deb fixed some, you know, important parts and we recorded it that day and then forgot about it. And it went on to get licensed all over the world. It was, it was a very big hit for us. And I don't feel like I did much except be open and write it down. Here are the Weepies with World Spins Madly On. I woke up and wished that I was dead With an aching in my head I lay motionless in bed thought of you and where you gone Let the world spin madly on And everything that I said I'd do Like make the world brand new And take the time for you I just got lost and slept right through the dark And the world Spins my hand. Ah, let the day go by. Ah, always say goodbye. I watch the stars from my window sill. The whole world is moving, and I'm standing still. That I was dead With an aching in my head I lay motionless in bed The night is here And the day is gone And the world Spins madly on I thought of you And where you gone And the world Spins madly on And the world Spins madly on The Weepies, they're going to be at the Broward Center for the Performing Arts this Saturday night at 8 o'clock. Opening the program is going to be Carsey Blanton. And I have from the Weepies, Steve Tannen on the line. Uh, so you live in L.A. now and have a family. Do you tour much? So here's what happened. We actually, we were still living out of the, our, our Corolla, the back of our car, and we had two kids. <laughs> we were renting a place. And then Deb got pregnant again, and we were going to have three kids. And we thought we would maybe try to buy a house or have somewhere to live. And in L.A., it's really expensive. So we looked sort of further and further east. 
and now we live in Iowa. So we bought a house in Iowa because um, it's a great community. We know a lot of people here, and we have a house. And we have toured more in the last two year, three years than we did the rest of our career, pretty much, except at the beginning. Um, we took a lot of time off because we were raising a family. And then Deb got sick with cancer, from which she's in full remission, which is great. And what this tour is, is a stripped-down version of the music so we can get back to connecting with it. It's my favorite type of show. And we've never played in South Florida before. So I'm really excited to finally be able to get down there. You're calling it the Completely Acoustic and Alone Tour. So it's going to be just the two of you? (laughs) It's just the two of us. We are going to bring electric guitar. It's a holdover from a little tour we did. So 10 years ago was our breakthrough. That's a, a thousand years in pop music or folk music. But... Ten years ago was our breakthrough, and we did a 10-year anniversary tour, and I got to play electric guitar in that band. And it was so fun that I've been incorporating it into our all-acoustic show. One of my heroes is Jerry Leonard from David Bowie's band and Susan Vega's band, and I really learned a lot from him about adding the electric guitar in an acoustic setting, and so that'll be in there, too. Are you touring with your kids? Always. We've, we're very... The Partridge family is where I want to be. That's what I want to do. Steve Tannen of the Weepies. Well, now that you've achieved this success, is there pressure on you to keep on maintaining that success? No. I, <laughs> I think because we never had a goal to be commercially successful, the pressure remains exactly the same as it is, which is we are up against row, row, row your boat as a song how anyone ever wrote that or classic folk songs classic bar songs these are the songs that i love and i aspire to twinkle twinkle little star someone wrote that so the pressure is still huge and i still feel that i'm learning and trying to get to a better place but in terms of commercial success nah who cares (laughs) you know like i like that people like it when they like it that's nice and rewarding. But in general, I'm a, I'm a sort of hermit writer, and so is Deb. <laughs> so we're really comfortable in that role. Now, speaking with Steve Tannen, he, along with Deb Talon of the Weepies, are going to be in concert this Saturday night at the Broward Center of Performing Arts. Let me play one more song. Tell me about Nobody Knows Me At All. Nobody Knows Me At All. Uh, another super simple attempt. Deb didn't like it, <laughs> and she... I I tried to sing it, and I was the wrong voice for it. And so she did one take, and that's the take you're going to hear. And um, I still like this one. It's it's a nice one. Steve, thanks so much. Thanks a lot for your time. Appreciate it. When I was a child, everybody smiled. Nobody knows me at all. Nobody knows me at all I got lots of friends Yes, but then again Nobody knows me at all Kids and a wife It's a beautiful life Nobody knows 
like you Nobody knows me at all I know how you feel No secrets to reveal Nobody knows me at all Very late at night And in the morning light Nobody knows me at all